episode 112, and welcome into the Benches Clear podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports. I'm Tyler Coe, representing the Los Angeles Dodgers, who went 5-1 last week and are one strike away from going 6-1 in beating the Chicago Cubs. And I am Jesse Gutierrez, and I represent the side of the San Francisco Giants, who were undefeated yesterday, uh, or two days ago. We don't know what's going on with today's game. Um, and I think that's all we want to talk about. I mean, we just want to focus on positives. We don't have to that's worry about That's a really positive way to look at it. Yes, we were one in five, uh, avoided two sweeps from a very uh, struggling team and possibly the worst team in baseball. I think another positive, though, is you said they were going to go 0 and 6, and they did win one game. So they did better than you thought. Okay. Yeah. So next, next week, I'm just going to have to pump it up and, and be better. Maybe, maybe a one in five this week and they'll win two mm. games. Yes. Um, yeah. The Dodgers have been looking outstanding. Very good. Mm. They started last week by beating the Padres, winning the series, going three of four, uh, almost had the sweep. If it weren't for mine and your favorite, Craig Kimbrell. Mm, and everyone's saying it's not Craig Kimbrell's fault is a fucking moron. Mm. Speaking of which, right now, Dodgers were up 5-2. Craig Kimbrell comes in. The Dodgers are now leading 5-3 with two men on base because that's what Craig Kimbrell does. He walks people and gives up hard contact. And I know what everyone's saying. Oh, that one ball in the Padre series, it hit him, and then they had to pull him out of the game. And it's his tightness. No, he's given up hard contact every single fucking time he goes out there. And look at this. Dave Roberts going out to the mound. Is he going to take Craig out like he should? Ladies and gentlemen, the anticipation is killing me. He did. He took him out. <laughs> two men on base, two out. Finally, it has happened. I hope he's bringing in Ed- Evan Phillips in. Our best reliever, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Dodgers looked great last week. Took three or four from the Padres. Um, swept the Colorado Rockies. And now we're looking to open the series with a, a win against the Cubs. I mean, can't really get much better than that. Yeah, and I guess on this side, you can't get much worse. I mean, technically, we could have got swept twice. So, um, you know, let's go through the games. Because I, I was thinking about coming on here and being like, I don't even want to talk about these games and just be all upset and mad about the shitty offense, mad about the shitty defense. Um, I think the and, and you know the the bullpen blows, but you know what? We stick through it all. So we're gonna go through these games. The White Sox swept the Giants in game one. They couldn't do anything against Lynn. They and sure the did. shitty defense gives up unearned runs. Um just all the like I, I hate saying the same thing about every game, but it is every game. Like, I feel like if I was listening to me and I wasn't watching these games, like that, I would be like, dude, this guy's lying. Like, he's obviously being by whatever. If you're watching these games, you know this shitty defense is losing them games every fucking day. Okay. Game two, same thing. Webb gives up three runs, but actually five unearned runs. Um, it was nice to see Wade hit a bomb, but you can't pretend to be a playoff team if you just have shitty defense and are not going to help out your your starting pitching. You know, it's just not going to happen. Uh, case in point in game three, I hate fucking bullpen games. It was a 13-4 to four blowout game. Um, and it shouldn't even be 13-4. to four. 
because it was like it was I, I, they like started scoring like at the end against Vin, like just roll over and die. Like it's 14. I don't even want to I don't even want to watch this shit anymore, you know? Um game and then when you, they they go to Diamondbacks, you know, um Chase Field and you think, listen, it's Diamondbacks. We're at least going to score some runs so maybe we can get off on some stuff. But they lose game one, three to eight. It's really nice to see VR uh, finally came up. He's looking really good. Um, you know, first game hits a, a hits a um, a double that almost was <laughs> almost was a home run off the wall against Madison Bumgarner and gets another um, another hit. That's an RBI. Um, Mad Bum gets his revenge, but. Rodon can't locate, so he gives up four over five innings. He had a, a little bit of a scud game, but his arm still is intact. Oh, so suck oh, a dick. I was waiting suck to bring this up. S the D, okay. As this we go is, to this game is how three, it starts. This is how it starts. As we go to uh-huh. game three, uh-huh. actually game two, but game three sounded cooler because it rhymed. So game two, they lose again. You know, Giants <laughs> left a lot of guys on base. They ended up Who saw uh, that coming. Two, yeah, they left twenty guys on base. They um they scored two runs, which seemed like it was going to be enough, but they had a uh, Leon guy had a little bit of a meltdown and ended up blowing the game. And it just sucks because this defense will will ruin games all the time. And then when they finally start to have, you know, they have like a solid defensive game, then all of a sudden the the uh, the bullpen just fucking blows it. It's just this team cannot get on the same fucking page. But you know what, Brandon Crawford's back up. And he's uh, he looks like he's fully healed. He looks really good. So hopefully this will give the defense a little bit of a boost and a reason to keep going. So, um, you know, I, I, the defense has looked better, and I'm hoping that it continues it. And we don't have to. I don't have to keep saying how the defense just sucks every single time, especially because game three, we finally get our first W of the week, guys. We did it. It was all us. Stand up, take a bow. <laughs> I did it by myself. Game three, Cobb gets burned by a bunch of singles. It wasn't any errors. It was just soft contact that was finding holes. It's one of those things where, you know, you can't take it away from somebody, but also you can't get mad at the starting pitching either. Um, it, it just is what it is. Um, and the offense just comes alive, um, comes alive. Bart comes back up. Hits what should have been a home run. Fuck that guy who caught the ball. I probably would have done the same thing, but it goes against me, so I'm going to say fuck him. Um, yeah, of course. And then uh, Slater with the big RBI double, breaking the six-game losing streak, ending the Giants' curse, uh, which rivaled the curse of the Cubs' 100 and, uh, 106 years without a World <laughs> Series. It was six uh, games without a win. It's done. Absolutely. Over. Just as bad. Just as bad. Just, it's It's over. We're starting a new Giants are going to get hot 110 wins this year. It starts today. Mm-hmm. Right. Or start just um, going more in depth with the Dodgers series. The, the thing I want to say the most is one Tony Gonsolin, not slowing down um, against the Padres. He went seven and two thirds. What is it? I have in front of me. Gave up one He'll run. The, the all-star team. He might make the team. Yeah, fuck you. Okay. Seven and two thirds, eight Ks. I mean, one earned, no walks. Come on. Come on. What do you what what, what more do you want from the best pitcher made, in baseball? I should have made a video that was like me, because at the end of the episode, um, it was we were recording like right before he was about to pitch, right? And I was like, Oh man, how great would it be 
if he just like had a shitty game and just got pecker slapped and yeah, should have done he that. Went yeah. And it should have been like the start in, of the, in the background, form. you know, where it's like his line and then like that uh that curb uh I was saying the curb enthusiasm yeah, theme mix. Yeah. Exactly over it. That'd been pretty funny. But yeah, I didn't that, do that. it. Um uh, I, I thought sure about that. Didn't. I feel like I thought about it when it was like too late. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you think of something really cool that's just it's a nice comeback, but it's like you'd sound really stupid if you try to say it. It's just been too much time. Yeah, of so, course. I I know you I have know really how good that ideas goes later. Right. Yeah. So that was me. Um another thing, uh that game with Gonsolin pitched game two, I think Bellinger and Muncie hit a home run in the same game, which statistically speaking, I think you're more likely to get bitten by a unicorn. So that was great. Build on that. They win game three. Tyler Anderson improves to nine and one. You're such nine and one. Him and Tony Gonsolin combined 19 and one. Insane. Just like I said at the beginning of the year. What did I say? I said Tony Gonsolin, Tyler Anderson uh, combined 30 wins. I think that's what I said. Mm -hmm. Um, And I stick by it. That's what I said. Um, Yeah. Dodgers lose game four. Again, Craig Kimball's fault. No one else's fault. Craig Kimbrell. Yes, I understand you have to score more runs, but when you trot out the closer and he has the lead, he's supposed to shut the fucking door. I'm tired of everyone making all these excuses for Craig Kimbrell. Alex Vesia shuts it down. Let's go. He cleans up Craig Kimbrell's mess. The Dodgers improved to 7-1 on the season. Tony Gonsolin's 11-0. He is your best pitcher in Major League Baseball. Sandy Let's go. has something to say. What? Sandy Alcantara has something to say. Sandy L. Who? A literal who? No one even knows who that is. Future giant. No one knows who that is. Anywho, the Rockies come in. Dodgers win the first two. They walk it off last night in a bizarre fashion. Mookie Betts hits a little chopper over the mound. Uh, Just kind of a weird play. Dodgers win. It's a sweep. It's a walk off. I love it. We're rolling. Take the, the, the opener against the Cubs, who are horrible. There should be no reason that the Dodgers don't sweep the Cubs because they are mm. awful. Right. Their entire starting day pitching rotation is on the IL. There should be no reason. <laughs> but I will say this. After tonight, we our bullpen may be even more depleted than it was. Bruce Gratterall leaves the eighth with their mm. reporting as side discomfort. So that's good because when it walked off the field, it kind of showed him moving his arm around his uh, elbow. And I was like, Jesus Christ, we can't do this. We're, it's too much. Um, also, Blake Trinan might be back in a couple weeks, which if he doesn't slot in as the closer immediately, I fucking, I've, I've lost it. <laughs> it just makes no sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, look, come on. <sighs> but you know what? I'm going to just take this in. Take it in. Everything's going well in, in, in Dodger Town, and I just I feel good, Jesse. Is Dodger it's Town good to feel good? Is Dodger Town in the same area as Flavortown? Yes, they're one in the same. I doubt that. If you if you've eaten at Dodger Stadium, you know that that's that I, I I'm not going to Flavortown when I'm at Dodger Stadium. Oh my god, you're such a bitch. A quick shout out because I'm watching the post game right now to my mm. boy D Train, my boy Dontrell Willis. He tossed me a ball the other day, signed it for me. You know, real cool guy. Had a little chit-chat with D-Train. Nice guy. I didn't talk to D-Train. Yes, I did, bro. I got 
I got the vids to prove it, you, homie. You ain't never met no Frank Sinatra. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, Dodgers 7-1. The Giants are still playing, and this is the only time in the world I'm going to root for the Giants. So we all know they're going to lose right now. Tied 1-1 going <laughs> yeah. into the 10th. I wouldn't bet money on him right now. I mean, honestly, and I'm I'm trying to have this new, you know, listen. The the they're, they're a very streaky team. A lot of times when they go like on a three or four game loser, they'll turn on like a five game winner. Um, but ugh, the way the season has gone this past couple months, it's just, I mean, this past yeah, this past couple months has just been so bad. Nothing's going their way. Um. Next week, I think we talked about we we're going to get a little more in depth on what we should do trade deadline wise. We were going to do it this week, but oh man, I just really want to see what the Giants are going to do for one more week before I give a a, a, a real option if they should be buying or selling to see if they're I'm out fifteen to... games yet. Because <laughs> here's the thing, I'll be watching and I'm just like, this seems so shitty. I don't even care anymore. This is so stupid. Why do I put myself through this? Yada yada yada. And then they'll win one game, and I'm like, you know what? If they just you know, win a couple more, and, you know, they're playing the pod. They just win, you know, two out of, you know, three out of four from the pod, you know, whatever. I, I, I don't know. I'm not a smart I mean, man, you but... guys only are a game and a half back of the wild card at the moment. Which and is ridiculous. Win, we were, we were in the We were the one of the like top wild card teams like for a long. So that, it, that's a huge downfall. But I get what you're saying. And that's what I'm saying, too. Like, yeah, right now, there's no way I'm even thinking about the division. But at the same time, like... <laughs> They win a couple more. They're back in that playoff spot. I just feel like the front office is also telling the team that they don't really believe in them either because they need help. It's obvious they need something. And if they believed in them, they would get them some help. I don't know. Yesterday. So I don't know. That, that's, that's just what I'm thinking with that, but we'll get more in depth with that to, um, next week. Dude, look, but let's <clears> look talk. at you. Hold on. Look at you cursing your, your Lord and savior Farhan. <laughs> Who could do no wrong oh, at the God. beginning of the season and the years prior? Well, but now look at you, dude, going straight turncoat on everyone. He, I mean, here's the thing: you need to spend a little more fucking money. You need to get a little more short things to to get this going. Like last year, yeah, I know he didn't really do that, but he also had Buster Posey, Belton Crawford had career years. You know, you can't, you can't, you obviously lost Posey, and you can't bet that both of them were going to have career years again. I understand that you want to count on them a bit, but to count on that so much, especially someone as injury prone as Brandon Belt, very weird. Um, but we're gonna do that more next week. Let's let's not get into that and just repeat ourselves, okay? Let's let's talk some studs and duds. Stud and dud of the week. Uh, I didn't want to give anybody a stud, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, well, no one I, deserves I it. But, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give it to my boy, David VR, who's finally got the call up. Um, and I mean, I understand if you look at his numbers at the moment, not very good. I uh, got a couple of knocks in his first game, but he also got a walk um, in each of the other games. Except There's only one game where he didn't, he didn't do anything um, in, in four games. So I'm going to give it to him because I'm excited for him to be up. And I don't know who else to give it to because I don't even want to look at people's shit right now. Okay. What I want to do is just give it to David VR and show him some get some love for finally getting called up, which he should have been called up, um, you know, two or three weeks before. So the dud very, um, you know, uh, did a lot of research on this and I'm going to break this down. This dud this week 
is the whole fucking team because they suck. End of story. Um, wow, that's that's a really Tyler take there. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I like it. Yeah, I'm done. I'm a, I, I've lost hope in. I'm sure no, but I mean the defense is bad. The offense can't capitalize on opportunities that are given to them and the ones that they create for themselves. Um, the only one people I feel bad for is the starting pitching. It seems like they've been hitting into bad luck and are suffering through errors. Um, everybody else is just it. It's you can't. They're not helping themselves. They're not. And and the thing that's that's also making me upset is this mentality that some of these players have that when you hear them on like interviews on like KMB on the radio and shit, they're talking about how, well, you know, the Braves, you know, they, they, they went through a skin, you know, they didn't see what happened last year. You know, <laughs> you know, we just got to get on our groove and it's like fucking when let's have some fucking urgency right now. That's something that, I mean, I get that's maybe the, the mentality they have to have. They can't, they're not going to be like, yo, we suck, you know, whatever. But like, I don't know. I don't want to hear that shit right now. I I want to I want to hear and see some fucking urgency. Um, give me a reason to be obsessed and watching every single pitch. I mean, I'm going to do it regardless, but make me feel like I'm doing it for a reason, please. I would appreciate it. Yeah, for the love of God, please win some games in San Diego. Jesus Christ! I like that. Uh, obviously, there's no question about who my stud is. It's Tony Gonsolin, the best pitcher in all of baseball. Tony Gonsolin in his last in the last week has gone two no, pitched fourteen and two thirds, eleven Ks, three earned runs, and no walks, which was Tony Gonsolin's issue at the beginning of the year. He couldn't locate. Now he's locating. He's striking guys out. He should be the All Star game starter. I'm not taking anything on that. Sandy Alcantara. Alcantara can kiss Sandy. my ass. Sandy's a bitch. Okay, I've seen Grease. That movie sucks. He's a bitch. I I understand the argument of he has more innings, but Tony Gonsolin was initially a piggyback guy to start the year, and then the team needed him, and he stepped the fuck up. My my biggest thing, and I know I'm kind of going off of the the stud and dud here, but. Right. With with talks of Clayton Kershaw potentially starting the game, I get it. It's a ceremonial thing. I get it. But, dude, whether it be Gonsolin or Alcantara, you're taking away from maybe the only chance these guys have to start an all-star game. And I know Kershaw's never started one, but, like, these guys have earned it this year. Right. And I get Kershaw, you know, it's the first time we've hosted the all-star game in, like, 42 years. I get it. but I And I don't think Kershaw would want it. I think Kershaw would feel like he's taken away like, from these. Young guys. I don't know. I feel like his comment that he made earlier about how it would be really special. I think he's putting it out there that he does want it. And the reason that I think also too that um, Gonson might not get it is because he's had a really extensive injury history. I'm not sure the Dodgers want him to to, to have that. So I don't even know. I mean, I don't think there'll well, be a gonna, pitch limit situation up. or whatever, but. There might be a thing of like, hey, listen, we're not going to have you in the all-star game. Or, hey, we might have you skip a start or two because he might, I mean, his arm might need a little bit of rest. It would line he's, up with one of his starts. Yeah, but it would. It would line up his, with one of his starts. And this is this is the most he's pitched. ever pitched. Yeah, that's I know. I know like, it's the might... most he's ever pitched. But it's one inning. It's not like he's going out there and he's going to throw seven. He's going to one. He's going to throw yeah, 20 pitches max. That's a bullpen day. Yeah, it's a bullpen day. Listen, use a bitch, and I ain't, okay? Tony Gonsolin, 
your all-star game starter book it it's probably not going to happen but i hope to god it does i'm way more concerned about mookie and trey because they both definitely deserve to be starters um but before we get into that let's get into my dud of the week who do you think it is it's craig kimbrell um, who the fuck else would it be even guess. if craig kimbrell doesn't guess. pitch the, <laughs> anymore he's my fucking dud of the week dude i'm just i can't i can't take it anymore it's insane that he is still closing games right now. I almost gave Doc the stud of the week for going out there tonight in the ninth and taking his ass out and bringing in Bessia. <laughs> well, it, because, wouldn't have, dude, it wouldn't matter because it's... But, but, but think about this. Week, right? I know, but think about this. Think about how hard he has had to fall off for Dave Roberts to go get his closer out in the ninth with you know two outs. Point. That's something he would never do, ever. Right. And now he's finally realizing, like, hey, we can probably win some more ball games if we control this guy because he just keeps giving up runs and blowing saves. And the shittiest thing is you have some guy like Evan Phillips who's been absolutely incredible, but you kind of have to keep him as the bridge guy in the seventh and the eighth to even take the lead into the ninth because we have so many guys that can't close games. So then you have to throw Kimbrell out there. And Doc's been throwing him in a non-safe situation. trying to build his confidence up. It's just a fucking mess. Right. But we keep winning, and that's all that matters. Yeah. I mean, Evan yeah, Phillips should also be an all-star, just saying. Yeah, I mean, you can't really get too mad about. <laughs> I know he's given some some games away, and even when there's a save, he's, you know, letting guys on. It's 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 a high stress situation. But at the end of the day, uh, you have the best record in the National League right now, I'm guessing, or at least uh, one or two games. We sure it. do. So, so we sure do. Who fucking cares? We do. The fans of the first place <laughs> Los Angeles Dodgers. We care a lot. Okay. Right. And speaking of caring, um, some sad news in, in Dodger land. Uh, Mike Brito, the longtime scout. And if you remember, if you're my age as a kid, you know, your most memories are him behind the plate smoking a cigar in like a Panama hat with the radar gun looking like baller shit uh, passed away today. I mean, dude, he discovered Yasiel Puig, discovered a lot of the the Latin guys that have played for the Dodgers throughout the years. So, um, yeah, just kind of a kind of a sad day in Dodger Town, especially for I don't know, for like younger people like me, I feel like who kind of grew up, this guy was just fixated behind the plate for years and years and years. So right. it's a bummer. You know, hope all is well with his family and friends and whatnot. Right. And that's not even like something that like, it's it's a bummer and like you can't like, I don't know. Like you don't have like any stories, but you know that that like there's so many connections and and you you don't even realize sometimes the connections that you know a person has an influence a person has on an organization certain players and you know that's that's something that i i would love to talk to as like a scout like the things that they go to and the things they go through and the things that they feel like when the guys that they discover are like you know yeah do and good dude, things he was with the dodgers for like over 40 years which is right. crazy so yeah sad sad uh thing going on there and then also you know around the league during your game 
right? Super it's, scary moment. Yeah, not as sad, but definitely scary in, in, in a situation where it's like, dude, there's a delay game for like 20 minutes because Jerks and Profar took uh, C.J. Abrams, like the, the way oh. his knee hit, uh, hit his fucking, um, hit his face, like, I, I don't know how he wasn't knocked out or at least a little well, no, more. No, he did. He did. So that's oh, the whole thing. That, that's the scariest part is he, he tries to get up the first time, can't really do it tries to get up the second time and just kind of collapses and he lost consciousness, mm. which is crazy because dude, if you're a training staff and I know you have to come from the dugout and he's kind of in short left field. If someone takes a shot to the head like that, they should not be moving. They should be telling him to stay the fuck still. No one should be touching him until the training staff gets out there, but they took him out on like one of those backboards. Yeah, and he's like, at UC San Diego Hospital right now. Yeah, and he should have been like, I don't like the 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 fact that they were gonna try to let him get up the second time was pretty crazy. Like, yeah, and and I get it. Like, if if you're just someone running out there, you don't know how hard he was hit, you don't know where he was hit, you don't know how bad it was. But if you're a trained medical professional, especially one that's in charge of a a, a major franchise you have to be getting paid very well and you should be knowledgeable of these certain things yeah. if he collapses then you know maybe not try to let him get up the second time he, there should be uh um the stretcher should have came out a lot quicker so but he, yeah. he did look when he was getting um carted off he um he did give, he did some, give uh, a little fist raise yeah a little fist raise where he he seems like he's all right i mean i'm sure he's gonna probably have an aisle stint and hopefully everything's okay but that shit is like I don't know. That shit's scary. Yeah, super scary. Dude. Anything to the head is real scary. They're, you know, a little less scary, but maybe more scary for Dodger fans. Mookie Betts got hit in the hand tonight, oh. and it he kind of walked towards the dugout, was holding it for a little while. Um, but then he comes up in his next A-B, and he hits a home run, his second of the night. So Mookie's all good. He's ready to start that all-star game. He He's all right. He ain't worried about it. Him and Trey Turner ready to – Ready to start for the boys. Okay. Ready to pounce on it. Yeah, real quick, uh, since we're sticking around the league, I want to stick with San Diego real quick. So San I was at Diego the game was. last week. You know it's like the lamest thing about the Padres, and I didn't know this? They all wear basketball jerseys. Like a bunch of the pitching staff is wearing San Diego basketball jerseys with their name and numbers on it when like they're warming up. There's out there in basketball jerseys. It's pretty bush league, pretty lame. Not that's a fan. Really, yeah, I mean, I guess whatever. Um, I mean, that's that's kind of a nothing burger for me. But at the same time, I don't well, know. It's because you're a bitch. <laughs> I'm. I, I I would be more interested to talk about their their uh, city connects. I am not in on those. Those, are those bad. look. Those look funky. Those look very French. Precious French. Oh my gosh. Fresh. Fresh. Prince ish. But like, oh now, cool. brown cow. Yeah, yeah. They look like they yeah, should have been the Marlins City Connect. If the right. Marlins had one when they opened the new stadium and had that horrible thing in center field with like the fish when the home runs would get hit, like that looks like it should have been Miami's yeah. jersey. That was some day, legit but... night bright shit. Yeah, no, not not looking good. But who cares? They're they're a bush league team, anyways. Not worried about it. I'm going to agree with you there. Um, let's talk about what's going to happen next week. Um, Giants are um, starting a four-game series. 
are uh, are in San Diego at the moment, and they are playing four games against the Padres and then three against the Arizona Diamondbacks. There's no way they can lose another series to the Diamondbacks. I hope not. So you know what? I'm going to go a little crazy, especially because it's at home. I'm going to say a sweepage of the Diamondbacks, <laughs> and I'm going to say they're going to split in San Diego. Game one is underway right now. It's not looking good. They're in the 10th, and the Giants can score the, the Manfred runner. Um, don't know who's going to pitch the bottom of the ninth right now. So, um, bottom of the 10th, I'm going to say, yeah, going to the bottom of the 10th and, you know, so, uh, tie game. I don't know who's going to be pitching it. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but I'm going to say the giants go a nice, what is that? Five and two week next week. And we're going to get back on track. Boom. I sincerely doubt it. Um, Dodgers already took the, uh, the opener against the Cubs. I'm, I'm saying they sweep the Cubs because the Cubs are bad. There's no reason they shouldn't. Just like I said, there's no reason they shouldn't have swept the or the Rockies, and they did because they listen. Um, Dodgers are sweeping the Cubs. I think they take that momentum into St. Louis. They win the series. They take two of three, and then they have a two gamer against the Angels. And you know, for shits and gigs, I say they split that. Okay. So I think that's going to be a, a little seven and one, two. Yes. Seven and two? We're getting, I was getting, a, I think I'm getting a little head. You are getting a little, I don't know what you're talking about. Seven and two. That's more well, days than I week. should. I shouldn't have included, well, I included the angel games because they're part of next week because we're going into the all-star break. So I just said, uh, I threw them in there. Okay. So sue me. Sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? We'll talk about the future. Why not? Yeah, that makes sense. Aliens and whatnot. But yeah, I, I, I guess we'll see what happens. And, you know, I think this uh, close to the trade deadline, these next games are super important when it comes to if the Giants are going to be buyers and sellers. And that's what we're going to talk about next week. But we are not next week. But that's something to look forward to. Yeah, I think next week we'll have uh, some maybe some mid-season grades, some uh, wants and needs at the trade deadline because the Dodgers need a whole stable of bullpen guys uh, with all the injuries that are going on. Caleb Ferguson's back, which is going to help a lot, but we'll go from there. But we'll we'll get into that next week after the Dodgers uh, win more games. But <laughs> thank you all for listening. This episode is brought to you by Renovation Candle Company. Where the best candles are available for you to buy any day of the week. Even if you're a Giants fan or a Padres fan, you can still buy some. Yes, definitely do that. And I'm going to send a special shout out and a special thank you to people who have been listening to us the past couple of weeks. Um, who People who don't know um, personal life wise. Um, I have um, recently moved into a house that has had this weirdest internet situation in the world i'm not going to get into it but the video has been pretty shoddy uh and it's been on me but uh i believe that the situation has been figured out where we look a lot better so we want to thank to anyone who watched the uh the weird shoddy videos hopefully that is the end of it and it's only going to get better from here so thank you for sticking with thank you for sticking with us uh and 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 watching through that uh we thank you so much and we really appreciate it and uh, we ask that you continue to watch and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform as well as YouTube. 
Um, make sure to follow us on all the socials. Uh, Bench is Clear Podcast on Instagram. Bench is Clear P on Twitter and TikTok. Bench is Cleared. Thank you again. We'll see you guys next week, baby.